Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Hello, and welcome back to Babel Riot. To yet another thrilling episode of Babel Riot. <laughs> I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite co-host duo. Wow. Look at you. I know. I didn't even need a script for that. No. I just remember that one. That was all natty, baby. Right off the noggin. It's fun the like w- things that your worms latch onto rather than important information. Yeah, in your brain, like we all have little brain worms, and my like worms. That. I'm really afraid of tapeworms, and like I would pay money for someone to put a tapeworm in <laughs> me right now. <laughs> I've no joke thought about it. Ew, it's so nasty, and I wouldn't what? obviously ever be able to do it, knowing that there's something living in my intestines. <laughs> but the weight loss journey, no, literally no. Well. I'd rather be 500 pounds and have a tapeworm. If I show up really skinny one day, no, don't ask questions. That's sick. <laughs> you need help. I know. I don't even know how to transition out of that. That's really <laughs> disturbing. All right. And frankly, I'm very afraid. Mm. Very, very afraid. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how was your week? It's good. Wait. They haven't heard our voices in like two weeks. I know. Did you miss us? Are you guys okay? Did you have withdrawals? I feel like there was definitely a shift last week when I said we weren't going to come out with a new episode. And Eleanor Roosevelt is usually the like drill sergeant about this podcast. Like (laughs) she is a dedicated queen. I could miss a couple weeks here and there. No sweat off my back. But she said for my birthday, it's mm, a no. Yeah. After that two hour long fun episode of editing, we decided yeah. to give her a little brain a break and it was her birthday. Yes. And we did some traveling. We did. We're just international girlies. Well, <laughs> we have left the country together once. You're right. Yeah. So we are international. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think we're also like well known worldwide now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. got a couple friends in Thailand. Wow. Couple in Brazil. Mm. So shout out if you're listening. That's so crazy. How did you guys find that? For real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I really like want to advertise this. So maybe I'll cut it out. But we did put our last episode on YouTube. We did. And we haven't said a single word about it because... On purpose. Yeah. We're not too thrilled. No. (laughs) With the visual. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But 17 people have viewed it. Me being one of them. Me being one of them. So 15. So 15 people have viewed it. And I'm like, who, who, what, when, where, and why? (laughs) (laughs) Identify yourselves immediately. (laughs) And uh, there's no comments. Like, I just, it's... Can you see people who liked it? No. I don't think anyone's even liked it. There's just been views. Any dislikes? No. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Kind of cancels. Middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, no hate is positive, right? Mm -hmm. It could be worse, for sure. Certainly. But I did... I was chatting to someone on Hinge who was asking me about the podcast Mm because I have it in my little bio thing. Mm -hmm. And let me just bring it up. Otherwise, I might not do it justice. Um, Fair warning. Also, uh, Elle and I are both having big ADHD days. Well, ADHD, ADD days. Mm -hmm. So if this is a little bit all over the place... We're really trying our best here, okay? Also, wouldn't it be fun to, like, also... I just said also, well, now three times. Wouldn't it be fun if 
we doubled as a drinking game. So every time we say the word like. No. <laughs> that is a safety hazard to the community at large. We'd be responsible for a lot of scary yeah. happenings. Yeah. But apologies in advance, everybody. I don't know why. I When I'm speaking, I don't realize how much I say mm-hmm. that word. And then I go back and I edit and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, Mm -hmm. do I have no other vocabulary words in my arsenal? No. Arsenal, that was a pretty good, that was a pretty big one. Thank you. I wonder who started that. Lauren Conrad. Really? Surely she was not the birthplace of saying Maybe not the birthplace, but I'm trying really hard not to say it. Yeah. I think... What Watching crazy, the hills yeah. and Laguna Beach mm-hmm. and shows such as. Yeah. That's how I mean, it talked. is a word. It's a comparison word. You can still use it in that context. But right. when you're explaining a story. It's a filler word and it's Surely you don't need it. Yeah. 47,000 times. Have I even said it yet? I don't think I have. But <gasps> also. Six minutes without oh saying the L word. God. Ah! We're so smart. Okay. So back to my hinge situation so I was talking to this guy on hinge right and he was asking me about my uh podcast your podcast sorry our (laughs) podcast (laughs) um and he wanted to know about the most recent episode because he saw the title Mm -hmm. the anti-men movement Mm -hmm. and he goes it's pretty spicy what's your stance to which I was like kind of annoyed like listen to the episode brother literally go listen to it we spent two hours sitting in front of a microphone telling you and i spent eight hours fucking editing it so that's the least you could do we summarized it pretty well so i said listen and you'll find out and he said using your hinge match to funnel your your podcast smart can't wait to see if you're a man hater and i said lmao me either he replies the next day happy to report back you don't absolutely hate men and I was like surprised he said no but glad to confirm it want to grab a drink sometime maybe if you don't suck I can assist you with your YouTube funnel I have done SEO work for clients in the past aww that's so nice (laughs) yes I would oh my god what a sweet sounding man (laughs) all right um um so you know some my week was good um (laughs) Ooh, hello. Um, you know, just if anyone's listening past this point, I'm gonna be surprised. Don't sell us short like that. Sorry, we have a great episode in store for you. Yeah, um, we actually do. So stay okay. tuned. Sorry, continue. I'm not gonna talk ever again. <laughs> please. No, I mean, please oh, continue. You're like, please don't talk anymore. No. You're done. Nothing really new or crazy to report. My new paychecks are pretty nice. That's fun. Mm-hmm. We did start mentioning that we went away for my birthday. I don't know what happened to that conversation. Yeah, we exited quickly. Yeah, we got off that train. We went to Woodby Island mm-hmm. for my birthday. 29. I turned 29 years old. And you know what? I'm okay with it because 28, not that great. Yeah. I wouldn't do her over. I don't think I would. Mine was just kind of meh. Yeah. It was a very big transition mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really feel like anything was moving. I think that's how my 29th is going to be. I'm very excited for 29. What I, do you mean? Like it's going to be... I'm forcing myself to transition this uh, year. Gotcha. Like okay. I am going to be a boss bitch loser <laughs> perpetually online absolutely i cannot stop saying that with no it's my favorite thing to say no jokes yeah no comedy no it's not funny no laughing all. i know i'll just shut up shut up <laughs> so yeah i'm manifesting that i'm gonna mm-hmm. pay off some debt is like really what i need to do yeah same if anyone wants to pay off our debt 
for us um you can email us uh babble riot at gmail.com yeah you can also vent well you can't venmo me because mm. well, something kind of weird happened with my venmo but i'm on <clears throat> cash app paypal zelle mm-hmm cash just, yeah cash send me cold hard fine. cash i'll <laughs> send you my address you can send it via fedex usps mm-hmm. ups um maybe we should do an episode on debt okay and I, I know nothing about how to get out of it um but i think it'd be interesting maybe we should ask a financial advisor to come on we could do that i don't know any financial advisors but i do okay perfect Oh my god, I just saw 444 on the clock. <gasps> I looked at the clock at 444 today and then it flipped to 445. <gasps> so I didn't have time to text you, but I did see it today. Lauren texts me at least four times a week when it's 444 p.m. It's crazy. It's really insane. We're just so connected. It's beautiful. It's you and me, It's a beautiful babe. connection that we mm-hmm. have formed Yeah, over the last 25 years. Well, probably not 25. 24. Yeah. How dare you be off by one year? <laughs> Sometimes I listen back to this and I'm like, I'm really, really mean. To me? Yeah. When I, don't I think so. decide to die on a hill and like have to be right about something, it's like, <laughs> why? For who? For what? And I'm usually always right. So you are smarter than I am with a lot of things, I would have to say i i'm naturally very curious Mm -hmm. so if i have a question i'll usually just google it or logically think of an answer Mm -hmm. and then i just hold that information with me and then when someone else has that same question i can be like i can say yeah i've got the answers yeah i've got it for you i feel like i'm also naturally very curious and like i will also google things but when it comes time to articulate the knowledge that I have I have a really difficult time Mm -hmm. doing that Mm -hmm. so it makes me feel kind of dumb Mm -hmm. even though I know that I'm not Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. just hard for me to articulate sometimes and I think a lot of that is because I think faster than I can speak and Mm -hmm. so I lose track of the things that I want to say and then it comes out discombobulated and it's not really easy to understand Mm -hmm. so so that's fun. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Whitby. <laughs> Again, like whiplash. Guys, yeah. strap in. So last Friday, we went to Whitby with Chels. Lolo drove. Of course. And I spent the entire time in the car with rollers in my hair. It was a really phenomenal look. For yeah, her. I looked r- super hot. Mm-hmm. Surely, like, we just broke you out of the insane asylum <laughs> down this road. I was wearing the most unattractive combination of colors. Chaotic. The rollers in my hair were not supported very well. My front two bang hairs <laughs> clinging for life to, <laughs> to the biggest roller. I put the biggest roller at the front of my head. Where, where there's like the least amount of hair <laughs> and I ran out of those like tongy clips so I just started using other things to hold, <laughs> to hold the roller <laughs> anything she could find in her little toolbox and I kept falling out and I also had my sunglasses on because you know also we did not leave until 1.30 in the afternoon. Like this, That was also not my fault. No, no, no. I know, but I'm... You, you had all morning. No, I want. I purposely wanted to wear them all day. Mm. Genuinely, I did. Because right. I, wanted, I wanted them to be big and bouncy. Mm-hmm. When I took them out... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as I did when I took that roller out. The front roller with my two hairs. I looked like baby bird. It was quite frightening. Quite the look. Yeah, you were really channeling Halloween. (laughs) I don't know how that ended up looking as good as it did. Because it was... It was a birthday miracle. It was. (laughs) I told her she looked like my sleep paralysis demon (laughs) in the corner of my bedroom. (laughs) 
<sighs> There's a nice Polaroid shot. She's like squatting down on the ground and like looks over her shoulder a little bit. <laughs> it was kind of a golemish. <laughs> Smeagol has like three collective hairs. <laughs> or like a cartoon baby. Okay. So then I was just insecure about my lack of hair density the front of my head mm-hmm. for the rest of the weekend. Oh, Bean. Yeah. So if Rogaine wants to sponsor us, I'm down. Can women use Rogaine? Why not? I don't that I'm asking you. Oh yeah. Sure. You know that for a fact? I've used it before. Oh, okay. Did it work? Mm-hmm. And then I stopped. Have you ever using taken it. biotin? Yeah, and it breaks me out like crazy. Mm. Like crazy. I have heard that. Um, what about like prenatal vitamins? I've heard that's really good for your hair. It also makes it like easier for you to contract a pregnancy. Contract. <laughs> Are you yeah. concerned about that? Yes. I don't want to contract a pregnancy. Finding yourself in a lot of positions to contract a baby these days. Well, or? you just never know what the date's going to hold, do you? <laughs> Anything could happen. Good thing there's protection. Good thing. And plan B. Good thing. And we live in the state of Washington. Good thing. Mm-hmm. Back to Woodby Island. <laughs> so we got there. We mm-hmm. got ready. We had fun. Mm-hmm. Chelsea was doing like a Fifty Shades of Skin Tone makeup. And going into this weekend, the whole time, she was like, I'll be DD, UNL, like you guys have fun, a good girls weekend, all DD for dinner for sure. Bitch. She did not wear. She was drinking the second we got there. And she didn't even, she had like a glass of wine while getting ready. Maybe well, I think she two. was like still drunk from the day before. She, yes, that's true. And she did chug a beer on the ferry. Right. So, so. I forgot about that ferry yeah. beer. Yeah. So. Her contour was a little <clears throat> interesting to say the least. But we love her. Of course. Nonetheless. Obsessed. So. We went to dinner, mm-hmm. had a nice dinner, mm-hmm. and then the most interesting part, I think, was what happened after dinner. I would have to agree. So, being on Woodby Island, not a lot going on after 10 p.m. Mm-mm. Nothing open. Nope. We did, however, find out from our server that there is a place called Hong Kong Garden. Mm-hmm. It's a Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. that then doubles as and i use the term nightclub loosely (laughs) after 10 p.m is that what he said it turns into a nightclub yeah nightclub karaoke bar there was about 10 people there also the smell of that place it was greasy like i felt greasy standing in there it was i felt like i had eaten 600 calories just by walking in there yeah i definitely my clothes still smell like Hong Kong Garden. Yeah. Until I got home and Same. washed them. This man realized it was my birthday. And I was said, you know, just give me a guess. How old do you think I'm turning? It said 32. And it took him a while. 32. To say it. Not once has anyone ever told me I look older than 25. I always get told I'm younger than I look. So that was rude. Yeah. And he, he was like 60, so... He looked older than he is. Yeah. For sure. For sure. He's living hard <laughs> over there in Hong Kong Garden. <laughs> he seemed like a regular. For sure. He was chatting around. Yeah. He knew a lot of the people in there. Um. Anyways, we had a fun night. The next day we went wine tasting. And by we, I mean Chelsea and Lauren because I was deathly hungover. And we just had a nice, chill evening, ate some edibles, ate some junk food, watched some movies. I didn't realize you were that hungover. Yeah. Mm. And Chelsea insisted on driving the Bronco. I mean, I did encourage that choice to like to take the Bronco, but I offered to drive Mm. and she was like, no, this bitch driving. I genuinely thought I was going to throw up, like, mm-hmm. on several occasions. The winding, the speed of the winding, <laughs> the like, the yelling. Yeah. It was a lot. It is a little overwhelming to the senses sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. 
The view is stunning, though. It would be beautiful right on the water. Well, and it's also just nice to be, like, it doesn't matter where we are. It's just nice to be a little bit further outside of, like, the radius that we normally, you know, are in. Yeah. Um, And to be among friends. Mm. Chiquititas. Oh, my goodness. We're going to transition now, and we're going to talk about the last episode. So, as you know, we put out an episode called The Anti-Men Movement. The reception? Disappointing, Mm -hmm. to say the very least. I have not gotten any negative responses on it. But I also haven't gotten a lot of responses on it. This is my theory. Okay, two things. Either men listen to this. And we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, goddamn. I had no idea. And therefore, they're just being quiet because yeah. it's like tail between their legs situation. Yeah. yeah. And then the other version is I feel like there was a lot of denial mm-hmm. about like how what we were saying was not factual or I just feel like it was very disregarded by some of the men in my life Yeah, that I spoke to about it. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Which is frustrating because we were out here trying to not only elevate women, but also to kind of, in a nice way, call out men and help them realize their behavior is only not only unhelpful to women but also to themselves Mm -hmm. and I just feel like that was not received well and maybe it was our delivery I I mean it's it's hard to like listen back to that from a man's perspective being women you know so like we can't hear it the way that men hear it but I feel like we did a pretty good job of not being man-hating within our delivery Yeah, and I mean, you and I said multiple times, like, we don't hate men. Like, we want men to succeed. We want women to succeed. We want it all for everyone. Right. And multiple times we even took, like, the devil's advocate side of saying, Mm -hmm. like, women do this too and it's shit. Right. Like, men are not the only ones capable of doing this and acting like this and arguing for men against women. Like, we're still sitting here creating space Mm -hmm. to shit on women. Mm-hmm. for men mm-hmm. so i think the idea or like getting any kind of response about us being like one-sided in the whole argument like obviously we're going to be slightly biased because we are yeah. women and have lived experience that has proven this correct right but we still are offering the benefit of the doubt all the time yeah and so i just found it so interesting that a couple men had said like after listening to it basically something along the lines of you're just like man hating like is that really all you took from that that's really disappointing yeah because that's not that's not the approach we were taking that's not even the the thoughts that we have yeah it wasn't the goal at all like honestly we both wanted to offer an opportunity for men to actively listen mm-hmm. to women talk about what it's like to be a woman. Right. I think the most disappointing thing for me is, fuck it, the man that I met in New York that mm-hmm. I had a like basically one night stand with mm-hmm. is kind of the culprit of why we even wanted to talk about that in the first place i mean he was the one sending you the memes and stuff but there was also kind of an uptick at the same time of this like girl math boy math thing yeah for sure there has been i feel like an uptick in anti-men stuff online like i started seeing it more so i think it is something that you and i probably both wanted to talk about or Mm -hmm. would have talked about at some point for sure but him sending you those instagram uh, yeah like scroll throughs yeah we both were like okay Okay. (laughs) 
sweetie lovey this, bug baby boy this needs to be addressed mm-hmm. immediately right now so him being kind of like the catalyst of that episode not giving him full credit but you know what i mean mm-hmm. he seemed very enthusiastic to listen to it and then proceeded to not listen to it when he said that he would kind of like a man thing you know do, saying something that you're gonna do and then not doing it weird super weird unheard of and then continued to send me more instagram pages or posts Mm -hmm. regarding that topic without having even listened or taken into consideration the fact that we partially did that episode because of him like it's just fucking rude yeah, I think not even because we did it because of him. I think for me, it's more we took the time to sit down and thoughtfully curate responses to what he had been saying and yeah. what he had been sending you. Yeah. And responding in a like clear, thoughtful, respectful, put together way. Mm-hmm. And for him to just completely disregard that and not even give it a second yeah. to listen to. Yeah just feels again like very disrespectful like we're creating this space it's literally just proving our point even further exactly it's like we're out here trying to tell you how it is for us while also acknowledging and validating your experiences Mm -hmm. and you're just not going to hear us out Mm -hmm. that's wild Mm -hmm. because when has a man ever done that for you can't think a lot of times no really can't he had sent me um, a couple more posts from this Tin Man Instagram account. And I was like, have you even listened to the podcast yet? And he was like, no, not yet. And then continued to send me more stuff. And it's all stuff that like we cover in the podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And if he would have just taken the time to listen Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. he wouldn't need to be sending me these things and so I crafted a very thoughtful very informed response to a couple of things that he sent and he decided to pick out the one sentence that I said that was in some way upsetting or triggering for him Out of And I sent a long-ass message. Do you want to read the sentence that he picked out? I sure do. Yeah, let's hear it. Because, I mean, like, Elle and I and Chelsea and Elle and I have been talking about this for the past two weeks of just how frustrating it is for us to create this episode and put, I mean, especially Elle, put a lot of work and time and effort into this and then not have it even cared about yeah really yeah so I guess basically his stance in sending me some of these things is to somehow try to prove that toxic masculinity is well I'll just read this little thing so one of the things he sent me is toxic masculinity fails to fully identify the gendered cultural norms expectations and social issues that shape men's behavior and instead tells men that they are a problem and it can be solved by a mere change of toxic male mindset and i mean i sent what is this one two three four like four like full ass paragraphs paragraphs in response to that basically telling him not that he's wrong but that he's not seeing it from like a full picture standpoint Mm -hmm. and the that tin man account is taking victim mentality approach yeah the like basis of all of these posts are men have it really bad because of women because Mm -hmm. women are perpetuating these beliefs women are making us feel like this women don't let us be emotional women 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 and it gets all our fault Mm -hmm. i would also just like to do a little grammar lesson there is a difference between women and woman so woman 
with an A is singular. So just one woman. One man. One man. Now, if you're speaking about several plural women, it's with an E. Women. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to man and men. Right? Is mm-hmm. everyone, everyone following? I think I got it. Got that? Okay, because if I hear one more fucking person <laughs> use that incorrectly, I'm also jumping. From Are you the diving? Balcony. I'm diving. <gasps> Together? Because <laughs> I simply cannot. Swan Lake style? We are old enough to know the difference. Let's let's get to using it all right yeah also all of our phones have spell check and grammar and auto correct and also like if you don't know that you shouldn't have an opinion about it yeah it's scary i said it anyways so i i hit him back with the full definition of toxic masculinity based on webster's dictionary yeah webster's dictionary Toxic masculinity, by definition, is a set of attitudes and ways of behaving stereotypically associated with or expected of men that have a negative impact on men and a society as a whole. So, basically, the stance that this Instagram account is taking is very much pointing fingers and constantly comparing the plights of men with the plights of women, oftentimes at women's expense. And... While there may be overlap between the sexes, pointing it out and comparing the issues apples to apples when men's issues and women's issues are apples to oranges is, in my opinion, making the creator of this account feel more justified in spreading slight misinformation. And I think like you and I can both agree that toxic masculinity is not a good thing. 100%. And it hurts women as well as men. So we are sitting here saying we don't want toxic masculinity. We want that to be eradicated from planet Earth. Yes. But how we get there is not a woman's place to solve. It is not our burden to carry. That is your burden to carry as a man to decide to be better and act better and not carry those characteristics or act like that. Mm -hmm. Just you know like work on yourself maybe go to therapy yeah and when you have sons mm-hmm. don't continue that that like ideation of how men are supposed to be traditionally speaking yeah well you don't have to carry generational trauma yeah you can let it go yeah we all can let it go yeah and choose to be better parents for our potential future kids if right. that's what you choose to do right for sure so i think my problem with that Instagram account in particular is it's allowing men to I mean it's just, it's creating an echo chamber for men that already probably hate women a little bit or not even hate women because I feel like that's also such a strong word like this anti-men man hating movement it's mm-hmm. not that most women hate men like we proved with our polls it's that women are now finally starting to talk up and speak up for themselves and speak out against negative male behavior. Right. And like, if that's hurtful for you, then maybe you need to take a long look in the mirror and realize that your behavior hurts people. Yeah, for sure. And something that I had said to this guy is like, this is problematic because, because men will read these posts that this, Instagram account is making and take on belief that their problems and their feelings are being are unrecognized Mm -hmm. and or you know or not cared about Mm -hmm. which just isn't true and yeah it's like creating this kind of like incel space yeah by creating these narratives that Mm -hmm. aren't true or realistic or reality at all right and like there is Yes. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to fully, like, disregard some of the things that they're talking about because there is, there is, like, a place and time for some of the stuff that they're talking about and, like, some of it can be helpful, but, 
Like, uh, I think you and I both agree that there's like bits and pieces taken out of every single post that are true. Like, yeah. men's mental health does matter. Yes. Men being emotional does matter. Yeah. Toxic masculinity hurts men. All right. of those are true statements. Right. It's the other stuff that's happening with that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. that that's where the problem and the trouble and this negative space starts to grow and occur for sure for sure and I just think if being a man was so problematic why are you not using your platform to change that why are you using it instead to basically create an echo chamber like you said Mm -hmm. and make each other feel like it's worse than it is Mm -hmm. and I I feel kind of bad saying that because I don't want to like disregard people's feelings because I don't know what it's like to be a man but it just seems we know what it's like to be a woman and honestly it's I think everyone everyone should be able to agree that it is harder to be a woman in the world than a man yeah and if you can't I don't know what to say to you. I really, like, I really don't. Literally, I, there's no getting, there's no getting to you. No, you're lost. So, um, and again, like completely leaving race out of this. Yes, this is just talking about men as a whole versus women as a whole. Right, and so, I I told this guy I was like, essentially, you know, it's an echo chamber. It's And it's blocking out other truths and perspectives that would actually allow you to feel like your problems are being heard. Mm-hmm. Like there's just one perspective here and it's not allowing you to like fully see the picture as a whole for what it is. I feel like it's making men feel like they're constantly up against a brick wall because they're just reiterating things that make being a man difficult, which is fine. But you're not getting the whole picture. And if your feed is continually continuously showing you the same sort of things, you're just going to start believing that that narrative is 100% true. Yeah. And I think it's like men backing themselves against a brick wall. Right. Whereas- no, it's, it's cl- n- literally no one else. But they they don't see it like that. Right. Like, yes, men back themselves into this corner and against a wall, whereas women have no choice Mm -hmm. men are backing us into the corner and against the wall yeah but it's all our fault well yeah which is so infuriating so i i'm saying all this stuff to this to this man right and the only thing that he really took from it was he didn't like that i said that that account is taking a victim mentality And I said so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And I said things that I would assume most people would be like, oh, she's on our side. Mm -hmm. Most men would would take the stance of I'm on their side because I am. But you take this one thing that I said that you didn't like and you run with it. And basically he was like, well, some men are victims. some men are victims okay like i'm like yeah i know we said that on the podcast i never once said that men can't be victims if you listened that's fully not the point and it's like it's these kinds of people that they've clung so hard onto one belief that they can't even hear conceptualize like truly i don't think it penetrates their eardrums Mm -hmm. or their eyeballs when they're reading like it's they just scan and they see the, wor- the word victim and they're like, <gasps> not me. Some men are victims, L. I'm like, okay, that's really not the fucking point. And then I was like, I feel like you didn't even read what I wrote. You picked out one thing that I said that bothered you and ran with it. Like what? And then I even went as far as to write another fucking paragraph about what I mean when I say victim mentality to clarify it so that he knows that I'm on his side once again no response what yeah no response and then I posted a picture for my birthday with myself holding cake and my ass is very well 
It's looking voluptuous. Lit in the photo. And he responds to that. Says, I want it. No. And this is men for you. That's not for you. This is men. It's just so wild to me that men can tell themselves that they're not the problem while actually proving that they are. But they'll just like never see it that way. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And like even when one of my friends called me on my birthday, not even to say happy birthday, but just to talk to me about the anti-men movement episode and was saying things like it, we pretty much were talking about how like he like was arguing pretty much that women aren't oppressed yes. and like haven't been oppressed. And he was like, where, how are they rep- repressed? Sorry. How are they oppressed? And he was like, you guys can vote. You guys can do everything that men can do now. Like it's fine. And like at this point, I honestly had to walk away because I <laughs> was going to pop off. Yeah. Because like, I guess if you want to argue from like a legislative point, sure. Men and women can vote. Sure. We both have like in big air quotes access to like credit cards and buying a house and doing things that women right. didn't have the ability to do like 100 years ago. That doesn't make us equal by any means whatsoever. That's progress and that's all it is absolutely and then he was trying to argue that um like well men had to go to war and you didn't have to go to the front line so like you should be thankful that all you had to do was like stay at home and cook and clean and i was like yeah because we didn't have the choice like that's the primary issue here we didn't have a choice and now that we have a choice if we want to go to work we're still not going to get paid as much nope we're not going to get paid as much. We're not going to get promoted. We're not no. going to be taken as seriously. We're not even going to be invited to have a seat at the fucking table. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, we're still going to be expected to be good moms, good wives, good homemakers. And he was like, I don't get why like you guys are complaining. You can just like marry a rich guy and like they'll take care of you. Like that's literally what all women want anyways. It was like a slap in the face. It's it's really dehumanizing yeah. to the experience of being like our own. Like I am a person. Yes. I have my own wants, my own goals, my own desires. I have a stronger work ethic than most people I fucking know, including you a do. lot of the men I know. You do. I work yeah. way harder. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. For not only myself, but everyone else in my circle. Right. And you're not being compensated accordingly at all. It's not even the compensation. It's purely just like the effort and the fact that like all of that makes me happy. I want to work. Mm -hmm. I want to succeed. I want to be at the table. I want to be impressive. I want to be strong. I want to be independent. I want all of those things for myself. I don't want a fucking man to take care of me. Right. And so to assume that that's what every woman wants to like argue that as a point to... Like, stop complaining. You can just marry rich. It's so disrespectful. It's so demeaning. It's. Yeah. Also, like you said, so many women want to be independent. They want to work. Yeah. They don't want to be stuck at home. They don't want to be under the the roof of a man who controls everything. Yeah. And let's and say. Even if you're not a controlling man. Yeah. You're still a controlling man in that situation. Well, situ- right. Like scenario. you're controlling the finances because the woman isn't working. Yep. And that's like, it doesn't mean control in a bad way. It just means control over like the livelihood of mm-hmm. that person or the family. Yeah. And if you want to do that, that's fine. If like Absolutely. as a woman, if that's what you want as a partnership, if that's what you guys want do that Mm -hmm. fine be happy but there are so many women out there who would never want that and also like even if you did want that or you did end up in a situation where your male partner is the only breadwinner or or the only one working what happens to the woman if he unexpectedly passes away if he files for divorce If she, you know, catches him cheating and wants to leave him, she's fucked. Because she's now not been working for however many years. 
being out of the job market or being even out of the field yeah workforce that you want to work in Mm -hmm. for like more than a year it's so fucking hard to get back into that especially as a woman who quit to have a family yes yes and especially as an older woman and now as a single woman who has kids and responsibilities Mm -hmm. trying to get back into the workforce Mm -hmm. employers are not gonna hire you because you're honestly like a liability in their eyes yeah and I think also his point of like, well, you're you can just marry a rich man like that perception or that assumption is never gone the other way. Right. It's never just assumed that like, oh, well, a man can just marry rich mm-hmm. and be taken care of. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Right. So it's just really frustrating that people either didn't listen to it or did listen to it and didn't get the point. Yeah. And like still perpetuate a lot of the things that we were talking about being negative. Mm-hmm. And like the whole point of like, well, you didn't go to war. Like we had to go to fight in a war. Like, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry that anyone has ever had to do that genuinely in their life. Yeah. That's so war fucked. should not exist. Yeah. We sh- nobody should be killing anybody ever. But it's not our fault. A hundred percent. And if the draft, say, were to happen tomorrow, women would be drafted now. And if not, we 100% should be. Yeah. Yeah. We're all capable. Yeah. hundred um, percent. But we brought it up in the last podcast, obviously. And mm-hmm. it dawned on me afterwards. We brought up the um, America Ferrera monologue in the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me that we're kind of making this episode for men. And they probably haven't seen it. If they don't have a girlfriend, probably haven't seen the Barbie movie. So I just wanted to play it for everybody now. I hope we don't need like copyrights for this. I doubt it right we're not showing anything it's just the words so i think we should be fine okay um so here it is please just open your ears we have to always be extraordinary but somehow we're always doing it wrong (laughs) you have to be thin but not too thin and you can never say you want to be thin you have to say you want to be healthy but also you have to be thin You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood, but always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged, so find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. (sighs) I just have shivers every time I listen to that. Uh, yeah, I have not met a single woman that has watched the movie that has heard that monologue that has any disagreements with it. 100%. And yeah. while all of those things might not be true for every single woman, mm-hmm. every single woman knows women who that is very true for. Right, for sure. And I, I saw something, I don't know if I was on Reddit or where, but someone... There was like a big thing about how men were just saying she just sounds so angry. Like, yes, we are angry. And that's okay. Why why yes. is that why is that a bad thing? Again, it's like damned if you do, damned if you Literally. don't. Because if we don't say anything, then nothing changes. Right. But if, and we, if do we do, say something, we're the problem. You're angry. Yeah. That's emotional. 
And I wanted to bring that back to what um, the friend who called me to talk to me about the podcast said when he was talking about how, oh, you know, you can just marry rich. Men are like so wary of gold diggers Mm -hmm. and like people using them for their money and wanting like prenups Mm -hmm. and all of these things it's just like it's so contradictory it does not it doesn't make sense once again the math doesn't math Mm -hmm. and it's like how can we be career women that are like independent and also be family people and mothers you have to have the career but you can't make too much money that you make more than the man right. that you're with but if you make too little money then you're a gold digger and you're just using him for his money and you right. don't actually you're not independent right but you can't be too independent because he still wants to be needed and wanted so you have to like tone down your independence and like your own self-worth and ness you can't have too much of a career because you also have to be a wife mm-hmm. and eventually a mother and you yeah. have to take care of the house and go to the grocery store and do the laundry and do the play dates and the birthday parties and have everything together and pack for everybody for trips, but also still have that career. Right. And not having the career, as we mentioned before, could be detrimental to your entire life if something happens to the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. We truly cannot win. And it's so frustrating that men don't see that. And like how more plainly can we spell it out for them? Mm -hmm. It's just insanely, insanely frustrating. So we had a couple people in our life receive messages from men that just further prove our point one of our friends was talking to a gentleman that they had matched with on a dating app and um pretty much like they were kind of going back and forth about potentially meeting up but this person initially invited our friend over to their house without actually like going on a date for their first time meeting invited our friend over to their house, which is like a no go for women. Like yeah. do not do that. We're taught right. that from a very early age. Yeah. Like no. Meet in public first. Yes. Yeah. And like a busy public area. Yeah. And like as a man, if you if you invite someone over, you have to know that that woman thinks you're fucking creepy for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not safe. No. Statistically. You're being so creepy. It's like gross um so they were kind of going back and forth a little bit afterwards and our friend initially had matched with this guy also because on his dating profile said that he was looking for a long-term serious relationship which is what our friend is also looking for right so uh, instantly was like okay like here's an a person that we want the same end Mm -hmm. goal here yeah great yeah um so our friend said when are you free for a date this man said not sure not having tons of motivation for serious dating lately to be tbh been working developing a lot up north and finishing my pilot certification taking a lot of energy our friend responded and said got it sorry i just assumed from your long-term wants on the dating apps that you would want something long-term and serious And he said, yeah, that's what I want eventually, obviously, but the amount of effort I'm going to put into finding it will ebb and flow with other stuff going on. Very cool. Like what? So disappointing. Well, if you're just looking for hookups, totally cool. Totally fine. Say that. Just fucking say it. Stop pretending to be anything that you're not especially i feel like men and women know how to use that for their advantage like mm-hmm. this man i'm sure mm-hmm. has matched with a keeps not on a dating profile matches with women that are also looking for something serious maybe gets them to come over to his house they hook up and then they never hear from him again yeah Because he is not looking for anything serious. Right. 
He's just using that. He's lying to get women what he wants. Yep. It's disgusting. Yep. So similarly, I had been speaking to a man for about a month, um, texting here and there, phone calls here and there. Um, we had planned to meet several different times, but I was traveling. He got sick. Then he was traveling. So it kind of just, we kind of ended up just continuing to text and chat, but nothing ever materialized into an actual date. And so we ended up having a date set for a Friday and I didn't hear from him at all that week. The entire week. The entire week. Didn't hear a thing. And I was the last person to say something to him. So I didn't want to be annoying. I also didn't want to like put more effort in than he was putting effort Mm -hmm. in. And because I respect myself and I value my own time. And I was kind of just waiting around thinking the whole week, like we're still, surely we're still going to go out Friday because he said that. And I have this problem of believing what people say to me, which should be fine. It really should be fine, but it's not. And I text him like around six on Friday. And I'm like, are you ghosting me? Like, is that is that actually what you're doing? Surely not. And it was like kind of like in a jokey tone. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't calling him out and I was hoping him I was hoping he would have responded and been like oh my god no I'm so sorry been so busy like do you still want to go out or like let's resketch for tomorrow or whatever yeah like I've had a busy week haven't been on my phone a lot yeah we're still on I'll see you in an hour or so or yeah. like whenever you guys were supposed to meet up right which would have like that still would have pissed me off absolutely still not acceptable at all right but it would be some communication. At least a little better So than what you got. I don't hear back from him. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm being ghosted. Very cool. I spent an entire month getting to know this person. For why? For mm-hmm. what? And then the next day, so Saturday, midnight, he texts me back. So, sorry, Saturday at like 12 a.m., like Saturday morning. Like he had so, gone out Friday night. No. So like the, like literally like 24 hours plus some hours. So almost Sunday morning. Yes. Like early, early Sunday morning. Okay. He texts me back and goes, so sorry. School's been so crazy this week. Really? So you're just, you're just getting around to well, letting me know. At 12 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Like, do you think I'm stupid? I genuinely want to ask people that. Are you that dumb that you think I'm that dumb? Yeah. Because that's embarrassing and that's a bad look for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you could not become more unattractive to me. Ick. In that moment. Mm -hmm. Immediately lost all respect. Lost all attraction. Mm -hmm. And... He, we continued to converse a little bit because I just wanted to be like, that's... Your inconsistency? Yeah. I literally said, your inconsistency is unattractive to me. I don't deserve this. That was rude. Take care. Yeah. And he continued to say, basically, what he did was not considered ghosting. To which... I don't really care. Like, I see it that way. That's what it is, objectively. Absolutely. Um, And then he had the fucking audacity to say, well, you didn't text me all week. So, therefore, I didn't think about you. That is the craziest shit ever. That whole, like, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So, Here, um, in case anyone's curious, the mm-hmm. dictionary definition of ghosting... The practice of ending a personal relationship with somebody by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. Right. So does he think because he eventually communicated with me, it's no longer considered ghosting? Is that what's going through his pea brain? I don't know. So 
But just like the fact that he said it was my fault. Yeah. Be for fucking real. When you were the last person to text. So naturally he should yes. have reached out. Yes. Also, not to get too far into gender norms and all that jazz, but you and your dating life as a woman prefer mm-hmm. men to take more of the lead in a romantic relationship. And I have started leading with that because I don't have time to waste on people who right. aren't going to be what I need. Right. So I told him that in the beginning. I asked him point blank, are you the type of person who prefers to take the lead when it comes to dating or would you prefer your partner to take the lead? And he said, I prefer to take the lead. So then lead. So then why why do I have to be the one to follow up with you again right. midweek? Also, you're putting me in my masculine. I don't want to be in my masculine. So I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. And then I stopped replying and he texted me like a couple days after the fact and was like, I feel like we should still meet though because we built up a lot of hype around each other. Something along those lines. And I was just like, ew, delete. You're out of your mind. And I think that's something, maybe we could talk about this in a different episode, but you said it the other night and like I fully agree. We as women need to start viewing behavior like that from men as so fucking disgusting because that, it is because it is but women will so often because they want like a morsel of validation from men they'll be like whatever I'll still sleep with him whatever like I'll still still give him a chance like we all need to be like no gross that's also like not validation like I I can understand the mindset going into it of wanting to be somebody like desired and Mm -hmm. wanted and lusted after but you're not even really any of those things to this person at this and I think that's what women need to realize because I think a lot of us don't like he does not care about you right and a lot of the times has told you shown you Mm -hmm. proved to you Mm -hmm. that he does not care about you as a human being he does not genuinely Right. Like, care about you at all. Right. So when we do things like take them back, forgive them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one thing to give someone one extra chance to prove themselves. Yeah. If they don't prove themselves within that one chance, bye-bye. You're gone. Yes. You're done. We're done. Yeah. Because I don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. No one deserves the smallest amount of effort. Mm-hmm. it's just I don't know I think we could go, go into it at a different time because it's been an hour and 20 minutes but yeah if you are a man and you're listening I would love your feedback yeah I was gonna say I wish that there was somebody that could call in that like agreed or at least fell more on the side of like the Tin Man Instagram, mm-hmm. but was willing to actually sit down and have like a constructive conversation. Cause I yeah. don't want to have somebody that comes on that just like bulldozes the conversation and doesn't let us talk or doesn't listen. That might be hard to find. I know. So one of the things that the New York city man said, mm-hmm. um, do you think people know what I mean when I say that? I believe so. Should we give him a name? Okay, so we'll call him Tin Man. Yeah, I like that. Tin Man. So Tin Man, if he ever listens to this, which at this rate, I don't think he will. Um, Good. But. If I go to New York, it's on site. (laughs) So Tin Man told me before we even put out the podcast episode that he would love to come on the podcast and talk with us about this situation to which I said you know maybe maybe um I'd call in sick on that episode (laughs) but it would be one of those things where he doesn't listen to us Mm -hmm. 
he has one point and he's going to stick with that point. And even if it's completely off topic, he's still going to circle back to that one point. Mm-hmm. And his favorite point to make is that women see men as predators. That's like basically his one thing that he likes to say. He sends L the craziest voice memos <laughs> that have quite literally no thoughts behind it. Like lights are on, but absolutely no one's home and just giving like the craziest takes like he straight up had the audacity to tell Elle that she's not like worldly enough to understand his perspective I've lived in four different countries please try again this is an Italian man from New Jersey that lives in New York City how much more cliche could you get yeah like you jumped across the Hudson River to the city and you're more worldly than i am okay all right you just need to broaden your horizons yeah he says i need to open my mind yeah okay okay i'm not gonna argue with that which again at the base of the point we could all open our minds a little bit more sure of course we should all be learning and exploring and being curious all the time yeah yeah oh he was like well you should go on tiktok Because, like, there's a lot of man hate going on there. And I'm just like, babes, I'm literally always on TikTok. Perpetually online. Perpetually online. Mm -hmm. Loser. Also, you know, that just means his For You page is, like, the worst men. For sure, Andrew Tate. For sure. Well, and it's like, like I said, like we said earlier, an echo chamber uh-huh we and we all live in echo chambers absolutely because of algorithms absolutely and, and ai that we like 100 percent. we're gonna be fed the same shit but like if you're not if you're not clued in to Mindful like how the that. world works yeah you're gonna think that the whole world is just like your for you page yep and that's so wildly incorrect also like my for you page is queer people doing funny things yeah and like drag queens doing makeup yeah and like things that don't actually hurt anybody Mm -hmm. can you say the same mine's like people making bread from scratch love that yeah if you like today's episode please rate us five stars wherever you're listening share our podcast with your friends and your cool Gen Z cousins. Mm-hmm. And the men in your life. Please. Pl- gals. Gays. gays they's, please send men. this episode and our last episode to the men in your life. Don't You don't have to say anything. Just be like, genuinely, I want your opinion on this. Honest feedback. Honest feedback. What are your thoughts? Don't tell them your thoughts. Just present them with this podcast episode or the past episode genuinely what are your thoughts and report back okay we're gonna go eat Mm -hmm. and we hope that you have a wonderful week ahead okay bye bye